Okay, we're going to begin this story called Another Cub Outing, supplementary to It's Rum Life, Book 2, Boston 1960-1970. During the time that Ruth and I were leaders at the first Boston Sea Scout Cub Unit, we took the boys on outings from time to time. In the good old days of 1960s, cubs had to undertake practical tasks for their proficiency badges, like demonstrate the proper use of a coin-operated telephone box. Cub night came once every week and we would send a couple of boys out together with some pennies. Remember pennies. They were given directions to a local telephone box and had to telephone an adult or parent who had persuade, who we'd persuaded to assist with this test. If they could remember the message correctly and pass it on to the adult at the other end of the line, then they'd pass that test. There were other kinds of interesting practical things like firelighting and cooking something simple, where the items they cooked were whether the items they cooked were actually edible was questionable. Uh, not to young cubs though. Everything they produced tasted marvellous, no matter what the colour. Outings were popular. It was adventurous, exciting and different. Remember, they were not doing this with their parents. <laughs> They'd been given a certain amount of responsibility. There were sixers the leaders of a, a group of six boys. There were seconds, that is the second in command to the sixer. Commands were passed down the line from leaders to sixers, etc. Wellies were a necessary item for the outings. For excitable boys aged 8 to 11, it was no good going somewhere for an outing that does not include water or even mud. The wild, wide outdoors were an attraction, but to keep the boys' attention and interest, there had to be a plus factor. One of those most popular local outings we used was the bridle road from Bag Enderby to Brinkhill in the Lincolnshire Wolds. Bags of mud, and even more mud. Then there was the track from Bag Enderby to Hagworthingham. This included two small flowing streams. To young boys, they could become fast-flowing rivers in the African rainforest with just a little imagination. On the trip where we took these photographs, it was the track to Hagworthingham with those rivers. It was indeed memorable. Boys developed nicknames on these outings that one could never think of while walking around the town. To my memory, the one that stuck in my mind was Sludge. That was well earned, and it stuck from that memorable day onwards. Our long-suffering bus owner-driver, Brian Hogg, lost most of his hair, his hair, I think, on cub outings. We carried copious amounts of newspaper to protect the seats after an outing. Why, you must ask, you must ask. Surely the boys were just on a short three or four mile ramble in the countryside. What on earth could go wrong with that? You'd be better to ask what could go right. They fell in the rivers. They got stuck in the mud at the side. And if that was not enough, that one should get stuck, then before you could prevent further furore, his mates had dived in to help. To be honest, it was hilarious from start to finish. The boys had a marvellous time. 
we never often found out what their parents thought about their young family arriving home covered head to foot in mud. At least it did not smell too bad. On arriving back at the bus that had taken us to our selected location, I do remember Brian on one particular occasion being apoplectic. They cannot come into my bus like that. A word, something like that. Wellies were consigned to the bus boot. Papers were spread all along the walkway and onto the seats. As far as I remember, food was not an issue. We were only away for three hours or so, one Saturday afternoon when the weather was good. Adventure was the object. There would be some proficiency requirements along the way. Perhaps it could have been doing the correct knots to rescue a friend from that raging South American river. It could have been choosing the correct bandage or sling to provide support for a friend with a sprained wrist. Even perhaps creating a stretcher for another friend with a sprained ankle. It all involved adventure. If it did not happen, we created situations that needed their expertise. Even at the age of 10, these boys had such imagination and intellect, you had to be planning your programme a long way ahead. There we are. Hope you enjoyed that little short story brought to you by Keith Sanders, written and <laughs> cracker books, written and read by Keith Sanders. More stories to read on Keith Sanders is the storyman.wordpress.com. Lots more free audio stories on this Buzzsprout site. There's over 100 now. Lots of free videos to watch on Keith Sanders, the short story man on YouTube, including horse videos. And there's a shop. All the stories we write or you, you read or listen to are compiled into books. There's four story books. There's a Goliath story book. There's books for children. Um, have a look at the site. They're all very inexpensive. They're downloadable. Richard Keith Sanders dot sells, S-E-L-Z dot com. Thank you for listening.